Remember when you were making out with your first girlfriend, and you came right as she touched your leg? It was me, Barry. I jerked you off at super speed so it'd seem like you nutted at just a woman's touch! What is going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to Gizmo's Corner yet again. Coming to you with the second episode of Out of the Panels. And if it's Out of the Panels, it can only mean one thing. Perry, what is going on, buddy? Well, not much, man. Just hanging in. Join uh, join one of my couple days off I got this week. Right on, right on. You caught me? Dude, we got so lucky with this one. Like We've been trying to do this episode for... Uh, you know, a little over a week or so. And we finally had a day that worked out where we were both off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shit, dude. So, uh, what's been going on, man? Yeah. Well, just, uh, get the apartment all cleaned up. Trying to, trying to line up things to watch. Finally catch up on, uh, series and movies that I've been putting off. There you go. There you go. Watching anything, uh, watching anything special. Uh, movie TV wise, or both. Uh, let's start. Let's start with the. Let's start with the 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 movies. What what you been watching lately? Right now, I'm waiting for Powers that Power movie to come out. Which one's Power? Or the uh, what can I remember the name with uh Jamie Fox and Chris Gordon Levitt? Oh, Project Power. Yeah, yeah, Project yeah, Power, yeah. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> we got there. We got there. It took a it took a couple seconds, but we finally did it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, dude, I'm 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 fucking stoked for that movie. Um what uh what shows you been watching though? We watched some stuff like The League, I was gonna start Sirens again, but I've also been uh keeping up with uh Aces of Shield, finishing uh finishing up a last ride on that. It's bittersweet. We were just talking before we came on here. Uh it's the series finale, right? It's finally coming yeah. to an end. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember I was I was when Agents of Shield the first season started uh, was the first episode I was it hooked me and it was for like I don't want to say like outlandish reasons but when I saw a gun from Angel being in the first episode and he he ends up becoming yeah. a, was it Deathstroke or right Deathstroke Deathlock Deathlock, Deathlock. yeah when once I saw him on there I was like oh, okay yeah this show's got me and yeah. you know. Be, it, you know, being connected, like loosely connected to the MCU and everything. I was hooked into it. I watched like maybe the first three episodes and then I fell off of it. And then a couple years ago, I started binging it on Netflix. I think I got up to the point where they started to introduce uh, the, what is it? The, um, the LMDs. Uh I don't the uh they they were like the spin-off to the mutants or not the spin-off to the oh, mutants, oh, but the uh the uh the inhumans. Yeah, the inhumans. And that was when like Marvel was trying to get that series going, so they're like, Well, let's start oh, the uh, inhumans. <laughs> that that whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> so like they, I think uh, I got a go ahead, go ahead. No, they did they did the X Men dirty. <laughs> yeah. So no at the same at the same time they were like I know uh, they were trying to get the movie out there, and then it stopped, become, ceased becoming a movie, and then it became a TV series. 
And then they're just like, well, Fox has erased the mutants. We got humans. Let's make them the new mutants. And in the comics, they started pushing to have the mutants get like more towards the back burner. Yeah. And I'm yeah, just like, haven't, haven't they dealt with enough? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember because I think the Inhumans was like, they were announcing it as a movie and then they said, no, we're going to make it a TV show. And then they released, I, I don't know if it was like the first episode or the first two episodes. Oh yeah. They released oh, it like IMAX. IMAX. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, and it was like such a big deal and everything. And then everyone watched the show and they were like, this is complete and total shit. <laughs> Did you watch the Inhumans? I watched the first episode and I was just like, I'll come back to this. And that was two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> well hey man disney plus i'm pretty sure has yeah, inhumans they, they on there. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you weren't enticed to uh subscribe to disney plus uh inhumans <laughs> is on there so go check that out <laughs> oh man but sit on my watch list for another two years yeah. Oh, bro, you know how ecstatic I was when, uh, because the only reason why I did Disney Plus was, you know, you got all the shows coming out, like all the MCU stuff, like the spinoff series with Loki yeah. and Winter Soldier and all that. And, but, you know, the first series that they released was The Mandalorian, watched the first season, and then uh, just scrolling through everything uh, before I realized the streaming service wasn't for me. I was like, oh, good, the, the Inhumans is on here. <laughs> I actually, I actually went into an unprompt, like a barely unprompted, uh, nerd rage when I was like scrolling because we've been, uh, me and Nicolette have been going through the uh, MCU movies in uh, chronological order instead of release order. Yeah. So she's uh, like we're we're like flipping through the list, and all of a sudden, the Fantastic Four movie from uh with uh, Miles Teller and Michael B. Jordan pops up in the list. I'm like, what the fuck is this doing in a list of MCU movies? <laughs> and I just started losing it. <laughs> and she's just like, babe, babe, it's not that big a deal. I was like, it is. You have all these people tuning into an MCU movie. MCU movie. They have this popped in there. They're just like, where does this fit in the timeline? I don't remember them showing up to fight Thanos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a big fucking deal. <laughs> <laughs> So now, like, fit, like now that they've got like all the Fox stuff starting to like pop up one by one, like I think Days of Future Past was the next one that popped up on there. I was just like, you know what? Fine, I'm over it. <laughs> oh god, man! Imagine if they somehow figure a way to tie those into the MCU, though. How sucky would that be? Oh, that'd be such a shame. All right, that's like, like the. Uh, uh, imagine this imagine this wandavision comes out right and she's supposed to tie in a lot of stuff right like she's supposed to open up the like that's the theory anyway that she's supposed to open up the world to like the mutants and everything like that like what if that actually happens like during wandavision all of a sudden you see like you know miles teller starting to stretch around and <laughs> like, <laughs> And then oh, Michael man. Michael B. Jordan sets himself on fire, and like, <laughs> and then that, that dude, how confusing would that be? Because then everyone would be like, "Wait a minute, when did Killmonger become the Human Torch?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then to really confuse him, have Cap show up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> 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 oh, 
wait a minute. So we have we have two human torches now, and they've already been introduced as different characters in the MCU. We've got Captain America and Killmonger. <laughs> oh man, we need to go for the hat trick. Get the dude from the '94 uh, unreleased Fantastic Four movie. Oh shit. <laughs> the- I yeah, know. I ha- actually haven't watched uh, The Mandalorian yet because we're waiting for Nicolette. To... That's the only thing that sucks about her being into the same movies and TV series that I am is that she wants to watch them with me. And... Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, you, oh my, my poor friend. <laughs> and then I, never, I, I never thought I would end up in this position. <laughs> You know, you know what sucks about that too, man. It's like you have to wait for your partner to watch these shows now, and it's like you want to watch it so bad, but it could be like months before you finally finish a series. <laughs> I'm sorry, <Yeah>. bro. <laughs> That's all right. She uh, she let me off the hook with Watchmen because that was like a little too violent for her. Uh, like we watched the first episode, and then it was a uh, it was the interrogation scene when uh, she's beating up that guy to find out where the uh, their campground is and yeah. like the pool of blood goes under the door. She's just like, nah, that's enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's not into like the gore and stuff like that or the violence. Nah, not really. Now. <laughs> oh, no. oh. So that's why like, cause she said she wanted to watch the boys. And I'm like, that's, that's almost just as bad. Violent. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what was it like so. 10 minutes into the first episode? You see someone get obliterated from a speedster. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm gonna give her until then and be like, uh, so you she ready for the rest of this or can I just watch this? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I started watching uh because I, I'm getting ready for season two of the boys now that you bring that up. Mm. And uh started watching the first episode and I there were like things I totally forgot about it. Like there's one part where they was it um Butcher and and him go to the bar where there's like all the soups hanging out and like there's the guy who can like shrink and get big kind of like ant-man mm-hmm. and he shrinks down and he's on the table and he goes running across the table and he just dives right in between a girl's legs <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she's just there with her legs like wide open he just goes <laughs> oh man uh, i'm looking forward to season two though but uh, it looks uh, like everything I've seen from it. Because I read the first three volumes, I never made it through the rest of them. But it's been interesting to see. I think I like I've been I've talked to a couple of people that have like read the series and like watched it. That they're like, oh, I think you would like it better, like the series better, because mm-hmm. I had and I just had a hard time with like how much how much pieces of shit like everybody with superpowers was in the comics. <laughs> like, yeah. It's not like a single good person except for, uh, Starlight. Starlight. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's gotta be somebody at least like halfway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, that's one of the things I thought was wild about the comics too, is like, like you even have the teen Titans group in the comics that even their yeah. pieces of shit. And, uh, what I what I to me like the comic and the the series itself are very different though because the characters even though it's the more or less the same characters coming from them, uh, it, it's almost like a completely different storyline because like you know Compound V 
like it is in both, but in the in season one, we really didn't get that deep of a look into Compound V or what it's able to do more or less because was it the first, I think within the first three or four issues of the comic, like the the boys actually use Compound V to fight yeah. the the soups. And like you don't see that in the, the first season at all. Oh really? Yeah. Did they wait? They they didn't take Compound V in the series, right? Am I? They did. They did. They used it and they fought the soups. Yeah, they used. Uh, I can't remember if it was like the same version, but it was. Uh, so I know they used it pretty much immediately to fight that uh, Teen Titans group. That that was in the that was in the comic, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but not in the actual the show. They didn't use it. Right. Am I wrong? I don't know. I didn't. I haven't. Oh, you didn't watch the series yet? No, not yet. Oh, shit. All right, my bad, dude. We can move on to something else. I don't want to spoil <laughs> it for you. Oh, fuck. Oh, dude, I hate doing that. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Uh, well, anyway, let's move away from the boys. <laughs> you know, just before you brought up uh, Project Power, though, uh, let's let's uh, let's dive into that a little bit, because that's something I'm actually pretty intrigued by. Got. He said, uh, Jamie Foxx, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, uh, looks like it's going to be a Netflix original movie where it's about a, pretty much like we were just talking about with Compound V. And what it does, it's, a lot of people are comparing it to Limitless. Yeah. More or less. It's like there's a drug out there, like people pop this pill and then it gives them a power, but you don't know what power you're going to get. That's a short idea of what the story is for the movie, but what... What were your thoughts when you watched the trailer? That's an interesting concept. Like you have a, like you have everybody just have these, like the possibility to get powers and just like, so some anarchy and everything. And you have like the, it looks like there's a, it's like a big, like moral quandary and like whether cops should start like taking it to help even the playing field with like addicts or like just kids who were like popping the drugs for fun. And also, like, it poses the question, like, what would you do if you had the possibility to get superpowers just from, like, taking one pill? Yeah, uh, when, I, when I watched it, like, I, right away I was interested. One, I love Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm always, you know, anything he's in, usually I'm like, all right, I'm going to check this out. Except for uh, Don John. Uh, that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, wasn't too, uh, I, I was not in a rush to watch Don John. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, you know, Jamie Foxx is always a good time, too. Whenever you see him pop up in a movie. Yeah, like like I said, a lot of people are comparing this to Limitless, the movie with Bradley Cooper. And I think it was a series on TV, too, uh, where, you know, you pop a pill and it makes it enhances you, whether it's like your brain and like it, it just opens you up to different possibilities that you can do with your with your mind. Um, so a lot of people are comparing it to that. And I, I think I shared a trailer for another movie that came out a while ago. And this was like very underground. This movie It's called the subjects where it's uh, people sign up for if you're going to like sample out like a new batch of brownies or something or different medications for people. You have like test subjects that come in and they try them out and you see what the reactions are or what uh can happen if someone takes it, what happens if this person takes it and, or this person takes it. So it's a group of people that go and they do this in this study. And it's, it's the same idea that they take a pill and then it gives them a superpower. And like 
all the people in this room develop these powers and then shit goes crazy where like one person can teleport, one person turns invisible, one person uh, can like enhance color. And then it turns into like more of like a horrific, like more of like a horror thriller kind of with superpowers. Uh, Like I said, it came out a few years ago. I watched it. If you can find this movie anywhere, the subjects, I would definitely say check it out. It's very low budget and under the radar. There's nobody in it that's recognizable at all. It's definitely a mix between the subjects and Limitless, in my opinion. Yeah, we should be getting we should be getting this movie pretty soon, too. I think we're getting it at the end of the month. Friday. This Friday. So yeah, this Friday. No shit. Oh man. All right. So let's plan a review for that one, Perry. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's another one that I have to wait for her on. So I'll make sure we watch it either that night or Saturday. There you go. <laughs> Not taking any chances. Yeah, you don't want to like a month to go by and you don't watch it. There was yeah. oh man, bring that up again. I remember with my ex, we would uh what was it? Is a uh, Cloverfield. So I don't I don't know if you know this about me, Perry, but Cloverfield's one of my like probably my top ten favorite movies of all time. So we watched what was it? Ten Cloverfield Lane came out, and we were gonna go see it. I was like, oh, we gotta watch Cloverfield first. And she says, oh, okay, is that the first one? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know <laughs> if it's the first one, but <laughs> so we watched Cloverfield, went and saw Ten Cloverfield Lane, and then what was it? A couple years ago, Cloverfield Paradox was dropped on Netflix. Yeah. And uh, I was like, oh, my God, Cloverfield, uh, the third movie just came out on Netflix. She's like, all right, well, wait for me to watch it. I said, hell no. <laughs> I'm not waiting for this one. I need to watch this movie. <laughs> I could have waited for it. It wasn't it wasn't worth the rush. But <laughs> yeah, that uh, man, I, I know what it's like to have to wait. And I uh, I respect you for waiting, my friend. Yeah. Losing a little bit more respect for myself each time, though. <laughs> it'll, it'll get better in time. You'll you'll get used to it. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, another uh, another thing I wanted to bring up: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So there's two, actually two stories. Now that I'm thinking about it, there's two stories now revolving around TMNT. We've got the latest series in the books, where I think it's. Uh, yeah, the new series, the new line in the series is called The Last Ronin. Where we have the remaining, at least this is how it was described on the interwebs. Uh, the final brother is out looking for the murder, the murderers of his fallen brothers. So we have one of the four left who is out trying to find the person responsible for the death of the other three turtles. I don't know if they actually released who the final turtle is yet. Do you know anything about like that? Using, yeah, uh, he's just, all I know is that he's using all their weapons to really keep you guessing as to which one it is. Yeah, because the only thing, of all the images that they've shown, it's like he's got a, they have a cloak over their head and like you see all the weapons, like he's got the size, the nunchucks, the sword, the, the staff. And there's actually a claw. I guess they introduced a, a fifth turtle at some point in time like they introduced another female turtle not it's not yeah it's not venus it's supposed to be someone else yeah it's a uh looks like it was a ninja or, or remember the foot clan they defeated who uh she needed a blood transfusion 
and I guess like their blood had ended up transforming her into mutant turtle. Right on. So they went. So that went instead of it being a turtle that mutated, it's a human that got mutated with their turtle DNA. Yeah. And her color is yellow, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because what was it? Venus. It it was Venus, right? From that. Yeah, uh, it was the, Venus, Venus de Milo. Was her uh, was her name? Yeah. The uh, oh Jesus, nobody liked Venus. <laughs> I tried so hard to like that show. Yeah, uh, man. I remember being so excited for that show because it's like, oh, man, we're getting a live action. Exactly. Ninja Turtle show. It's not animated. This is fantastic. And yeah, what was it? I think the Shredder was in the first episode and he was cheesy. And then they had like a like a Dragon Lord or something who was like supposed to be like the the main villain of the show. And yeah. Yeah, that show was hard to get into. Uh, Then they they teamed up with the Power Rangers at one point. (laughs) I was just going to say, the crossover episode with the Power Rangers was pretty cool, where the Turtles were bad guys for a minute. And like... (laughs) What threw me me completely off is that both the Power Rangers... Like, the Turtles knew the Power Rangers from TV, and the Power Rangers knew the Turtles from either TV or the comics. And they both... Neither of them knew the other existed. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like... What world did they live in? <laughs> Where yeah. like two fictional beings are like only familiar with each other through like other fictional mediums. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like the turtles weren't familiar of giant robots fighting giant monsters or anything. <laughs> like, we do have a uh, we do have another animated movie coming out. Did you hear about that? Seth Rogen doing that yeah. one? Yeah. Yeah, Seth Rogen and his uh, production company. I think Evan, Evan Goldberg is also behind it as well. Um, so this is actually causing like a bit of like, uh, I don't want to say controversy with some fans, but uh, a lot of people are worried about it because, you know, the last animated movie that Seth Rogen and him did was Sausage Party. So, <laughs> you know, uh, that that would worry me a little bit because the Ninja Turtles, they've, I've loved, loved Ninja Turtles ever since I was a little kid. You know, it's yeah. always been like my I've had all the toys and everything like I, I love I love TMNT. Uh, so to hear that it's going to be a little bit more adult, I, I don't I, I personally don't want it to be more on the adult vein. I hope it stays yeah. like kid friendly, because I think even though the comics are very adult, like, mm-hmm. I think as far as like worldwide media, because the TMNT comics are much more underground than, you know, the cartoons, the movies. Uh, right. So the comics fall more in that vein of adult entertainment, whereas widespread entertainment as far as movies and TV shows and cartoons, I do think those should be kid and family friendly uh, because I, I think I think I think all kids should grow up with the Ninja Turtles. It's a it's yeah. If they do make a an animated movie, I hope it's not like, t- you know, tits and ass jokes. You know what I mean? Like, I hope it's yeah. it's meant for kids. What, what 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 do you think? I agree. I agree. Like, it should be it should be kept at a certain at a certain level. Like the uh, the very first live action movie that we all know and love. Oh yeah, was the perfect medium between the cartoon and the comic. Mm-hmm. It was like just dark enough that the adults could be like, oh, nice, and like the kids could be could pretend to be like none the wiser about the uh the violence that took place. And I think if he can if he can hit that medium with this new animated movie, that'd be good. I personally would love it if we could get another live action movie that doesn't suck. <laughs> 
Yeah, man, I'm right there <laughs> with you. Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, I'm it right there like, with it you. Seems like it, it seems like the, there's always a rumor that they're working on something along those lines, and then like somebody else comes in, like gets the property, and it's like we're doing something completely different. I remember uh, before before Michael Bay got the his before Platinum Dunes got the property or got the chance to make a movie. I know Ernie Reyes Jr. He was a uh, Kino in the second movie. Like mm-hmm. he was leading, he was like leading the. Uh, he was working with the stunt team to like hot, like looking for people to be foot soldiers for a live action one that uh, our studio had it. But they were looking to do a mix of animatronics and like CGI to kind of like round round out the rough edges, and then that got scrapped. And then like all of a sudden, like Michael B had his version come out. And then I started hearing other rumors that they were like working on another live action movie as a reboot. I'm like, oh, like hopefully this one will be. And then like Seth Rogen comes out, comes out with the news that he's doing the uh, animated version. So I'll, I'm excited is the wrong word. I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. I'll watch you're in, it. you're intrigued. You're intrigued yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Like I, ever since, I don't know if you ever saw the, um, was it the 2003 animated series? They did, uh, yeah, have it. Turtles. Never. They did uh, Turtles Forever, where they team up with the 80s cartoon Turtles, Mm -hmm. and then end up teaming up with the original comic Turtles, and then, like, revealed there's a whole multiverse of, like, Ninja Turtles. I'm like, you know what? After watching that, like, any new version that comes out, I'm pretty much cool with. (laughs) Because it doesn't erase it. Because it doesn't erase any of the ones that came before it. Yeah. (laughs) So, we'll see. Like, if it's good, it's good. If it sucks they're going to do it again anyway. So yeah. On the other side of it, people are saying, well, look at what Seth Rogen's done with the boys and preacher. And it's like, yeah, those are adult themed properties, you know, like, yeah, he's, he's going to do, he did do great with those series. They're, they're good series. I I'm with you, man. If it, if it's a turtle property, I'm definitely going to check it out. I'm not going to turn my head to it as far as I want to go back to you bringing up the Michael Bay movies. (laughs) Or the uh, Platinum Dune movies. The first one, I actually, I actually kind of liked the first one. I didn't hate it. So did I. We act, it was great. We went to Danellen Theater and like got pizza and beer <laughs> and watched it. And it was, it was great. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, you know what? I, me, and, me and you actually talked about this movie after it came out. I think because we, I remember me and you talking about the scene in the elevator. Yeah. That, yeah. It was like. Still in like all of uh, TMNT history, that's probably one of my favorite scenes for that property is because other than the cartoon, you never really see. Uh, we'll stick to movies, let's say in the movies, you never actually see them act as children, which they are. They, they're teenagers. Uh, so that elevator scene. Like, even though they're big and brutal and like the, they design these guys to be like hulking characters in this movie. Once they're in the elevator and they're quiet and then they start like beatboxing and like hitting their the swords yeah. together and like they're making music together and they're acting like kids in the elevator like that part. I remember having the biggest smile on my face in the theater. And then we got the second one, which was out of the shadows. And we get, you know, Casey Jones, which was played by Stephen Amell, which I, w- I was actually kind of excited for seeing Stephen Amell as Casey Jones. Yeah. Uh, more excited for the fact that we're actually going to see Bebop and Rocksteady, Rocksteady as antagonists finally in yeah. a 
turtle movie. You got them for a few minutes, maybe, and they didn't even compare to Toka and Razor <laughs> from uh, from the ooze. Secret of the ooze. Yeah, there were like there were moments I enjoyed from the second one. Like I love the uh, like the bickering between the brothers. I like that a lot more this time. Like mm-hmm. he really like they all said some hurtful things to each other, which is like what what brothers do. Like when they get into fights, and yeah. some of the like some of the some of the emotional beats were like pretty devastating to watch. And then you had uh, then you had the other stuff that happened. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah this good stuff for like you know five percent of the movie. Then ninety five percent, yeah, it was there. <laughs> Stephen Mel rollerblades. Ex- <laughs> yeah. I wasn't expecting Raymond's brother to voice Krang either. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot Krang was even in that. What a devastation <laughs> to that character. <laughs> oh, god. oh Jesus. Yeah, Krang was in the second one. I forgot all about that. I don't know, man. I agree with you a hundred percent on the fact that the the original Turtles movie that we all know and love, which I don't think anything will do better than uh, and, it's, and it still holds up. Like, I watch it every few years just to check, and it's bro. still great. It's amazing. It is timeless. It is so good still. We watched, oh, man, we went we went and saw it at the, drive, the drive-in out in PA. That's fantastic. They had a back-to-back. It was the, the first one, and then the, the Secret of the Ooze came on after. We watched the first one. Uh, we brought the me and my ex and we brought the little one to go check it out and and she loved it you know like it it still holds up even for the younger generations coming up you know what i mean like and and like you said it's got that perfect mixture of tone it's got the silliness for the kids and it's got that darkness for the adults it's a perfect blend of both i actually showed it to uh chris morgan it was like his uh because he was like he was like 18, 19 when that had come out and it just like slipped under, like slipped under his radar. And I was just like, dude, you got to check this out. So like he finally sat down and watched it with me and Louie. And I was like, what do you think? He's like, that was actually really good. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, I told you. Nice. Yeah. Chris is more of a horror guy, isn't he? Yeah. But it was like, it was great seeing, it's great seeing him watch it. It was also like, it's mind blowing to me because I always forget how much I remember from that movie. Mm. And like some of the, some of the beats like still bring me back to like being a kid watching it for the first time, like Shredder's entrance. Yeah. When he like walks in, the light hits his armor and you see Tatsu like taking his uh, robe off of his uh, shoulder blades. And and Shredder was creepy, too. Like yeah. he, they made him scary. Oh, man, the Shredder is such a perfect villain for for that property. Like he's creepy. I mean, not not the cartoon Shredder. Like he's he's a joke in the cartoon, but in those <laughs> movies, he is so creepy. And then even when he becomes the super shredder in Secret of the Ooze, like I remember being a kid and being scared when he's under the the dock and he's breaking yeah. it down and like it does that like overhead shot of him like tearing the floorboards down from underneath them and just seeing him rip that stuff down. I remember being scared of him. Like he is such a good villain, uh, to go along yeah. with like our goofy antagonist or protagonists it was great especially like and they always used him sparingly like he was around he was menacing everybody deferred to him like even like the badasses that they showed were like terrified in his presence 
Mm-hmm. And then, like, he only showed up as, like, a last resort at the end to take on the Turtles and wipe the floor with them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, they like they did, like, I think that's that was fantastic, too, because, like, they, they, as the heroes and the protagonists, weren't the ones to actually defeat Shredder. Yeah. No, it was the man, the myth, the legend, Splinter. <laughs> yeah. And then Casey Jones with the assist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, fun fact. What famous actor nowadays had a little uh, small role in that movie? His first name is Sam. Sam Rockwell. Yep. Regular we- menthol. <laughs> <laughs> we were, uh, oh, man, this was years ago. We were, it was uh, Christmas, and uh, was it Dan... Chris, Jim, I think Lippy were over and we were watching. Uh, you ever play the hat game during Christmas? Once, I think. It's what, anybody that doesn't know what the hat game is, you take a Santa hat, you put it on the top corner of your TV, and essentially you wait for somebody's head to be perfectly aligned with the, the frame. And it looks like they're wearing the hat. When that happens, you take a drink. <laughs> That's the hat game. So we had put, uh, they came over and we each picked a character. We like, we watched the, the original live action Ninja Turtles and we put a hat on each corner of the screen and we each picked a character. So anytime a character or anytime one of the characters would pop up and like the hat was on their head, everyone would drink. But if it was your character, you had to drink twice. So <laughs> someone had the shredder. I forget who it was. And at one point in time, the screen perfectly aligned where the Shredder was wearing both hats. <laughs> 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 so they had to drink three times. <laughs> oh my God, but, that's fantastic. Yeah. Oh man, I could go on about Ninja Turtles all day. Let's uh yeah, let's, let's, get, let's get down to business. <laughs> let's get down let's get down to the goods. Um uh, b- before we get into the old guard, last thing I'm going to bring up here. Did you watch season two of the Umbrella Academy? I did. I actually <gasps> blew straight through that one. <laughs> Ooh, tell me more. I uh, started watching it, I think the day it dropped, and then like waited a day. And then I was going to wait. I, was gonna, I had like, I think I had like work the next day. And I like, I was like, oh, I'm gonna watch an episode before I go to bed. And I was like, oh, I got four more episodes left. I'll just watch one more. And then I was just like, I'm just gonna go to bed at three or four, however late this ends. <laughs> yeah. Cause it was it had me the show does a really good job of like hooking you in the last like for the next episode at like the end of the previous one. <laughs> yeah, dude. They're they're uh they're dangerous with that. Every episode at the end, it's not that it's a cliffhanger, but it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, you got to know what's going to happen next. Yeah, it's very it's very good in that. I so I I think I said to you, I hadn't watched I didn't watch the first season when that came out last year. I watched maybe the first two episodes. It didn't really grab me right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then a certain someone said, oh, yeah, I'm watching Umbrella Academy season two. I was, I was like, I don't know about that. But I was like, all right, if she likes it, let me give it a little listen. So I ended up binging season one, season two, probably in like two or three days. 
Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I, I got so hooked right away again. Like I, 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 I mean, I had to, I had to get through episode one and episode two, which I already watched. And I hate doing that with shows. It's like you already started yeah. watching it and it's like, you don't, and if you're away from it for a while, you don't want to pick up where you left off because it's like, uh-huh. um, I, I, so I started, you know, episode one, episode two, and then I, I, I got hooked by episode four and I was like, all right, I got to keep watching, got to keep watching, got to keep watching. And man, it, it is such a great show. Yeah. I absolutely love this show now. Like I'm kind of happy. I didn't enjoy it last year when I started watching it because then I was able to enjoy season one and season two back to back. <laughs> so it's like, I didn't have to wait, but yeah, as, like as far as the, the characters go in this, uh, the storyline, uh, everything about this show just wraps up very nicely. There's a lot of things that are kind of irritating though, at the same time, like oh, yeah. as far as character choices, which I think maybe yeah. kind of discussed a little bit, uh, which we can dig into. Uh, it's- Go ahead. It's you see them, you see them make these choices that are so very clearly brought on by the abuse their dad heaped on them mm-hmm. that like you get mad that they made them, but also you understand exactly why they did what they did. Mm-hmm. And like even like the character development in the second season, like they've all had time away by themselves to like grow as people, and they've made they've made some good some good steps towards like being better people but also the second they get back with each other they just start they just fall right back into their old routines yeah with slight differences yeah actually the show actually reminds me a little bit of aqua teen hunger force it like very loosely (laughs) of aqua teen hunger force because you remember aqua teen yeah is like usually what it what like what their storylines consisted of is trying to fix what they break Mm-hmm. so like that's what the their characters kind of remind, remind me of it's like that's they really do good. something <laughs> they do something and it's like all right well we got to fix this before this happens you know i would say the kid that plays number five mm-hmm. uh he's incredible yeah i i'm usually not a big fan of kid actors like there's one or two where i'm like oh they're pretty good like I, oh that one's pretty good but Something about this kid, he he is phenomenal in this entire series. And like when I started watching the show last year, I was like, oh, great. It's, he's going to be a kid the whole show. I'm going to I'm just going to be annoyed by this. But he he almost carries the entire show, in my opinion. Like yeah. if he wasn't in it, I don't think it, it would be nearly as good as it is. Not saying it wouldn't be good, but it probably wouldn't be as good if it wasn't for this kid who plays number five. And like the rest. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, just like his his performance, like he can the way he like commands a room, and like everybody just defers to him, mm-hmm. is really good. Yeah, because with his character, like even though he is, you know, physically he's a kid, but he's all he is technically the oldest out of all of them. Yeah, and he he essentially is their leader, even though, uh, what what's the um, number one's name? Luther. Luther, like, you know, he's kind of set up as the leader, more or less, but not so much. He's got no he's got no people skills. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's just really awkward. Yeah. He's awkward and he needs he needs somebody to follow. Yeah. Yeah. Like like he's he, a, he, he'd be a great number two. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, he spent like majority of his life following the commands of their father. Yeah. You know, he he wasn't actually bred to be a leader, whereas number five went off on his own, did his own thing. He made mistakes, but, you know, that's how his character developed, which led him to be that leader type. Another character, though, um, Seven, which is played by uh, Juno. I always forget yes. her name. Vanya. Well, in Vanya. the show, but Ellen Page in real life. Yeah, Ellen Page. There we go. Um, her her character they they did like a little reminded me of buffy where i I don't want to get too too deep into like spoiler territory with this Mm -hmm. since the season two did just come out and like it's able to be watched so i'm I'm probably going to hold off on saying what i was just about to say but i was going to say her character reminded me of willow from buffy yeah you know what i'm saying yeah Uh, yeah and we'll just leave it at that (laughs) (laughs) uh but I, I I enjoyed her character, like seeing what she went through in season one. And holy shit, the opening scene of season two, when you first see yes. her, was uh, all of them, actually, like from all of them, even with. Um, was it uh, Klaus? Mm-hmm. Klaus is my favorite fucking character in this entire series. <laughs> I love him so much. Seeing what he's able to do with his powers, like in that opening scene was awesome. But seeing all of them in that opening scene of season two was, was fantastic. Yeah. That was a, uh, where they say they released the, they really, they released it. They released that scene a couple of days before it premiered and I lost my mind and probably watched it 15 to 20 times after that. I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Because I, I I rewound it probably like once or twice just to watch it all over again. Uh, it, the opening scene's incredible. It has you. And then when you get to that final, you know, scene of season two, uh, it's 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 epic. It's it's such a very well put together series and a very well put together season. If I keep talking about this, though, I'm gonna, I'm going to spoil it. Uh, you want to throw in anything else on it? Uh, just go check it out. Can't wait to see. Can't wait for season three. It's just they do a really good job of with this series of just setting up a bunch of big things for the next for the, for the next season. And I am just that I am as lost as at a loss for words at the end of the season as I am at the end of the first season. I all I'm gonna say is I, I yeah I can't wait to see what season three has in store for us. I wish I didn't watch it because I wish I could have just yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I wish I waited till next year to start watching it, but, you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, um, our his show is uh, not playing around with the cliffhangers, man. That's that's one thing, man. It's if you're working for Netflix, I'm going to I've been I praise Netflix a lot on this on the show. Uh, if you have a show on Netflix, it's like you can you can do the cliffhanger without worrying that you're going to get a season, you know, get, have your show renewed. Whereas if you're on like basic cable and you have a show on Fox or CBS or something, and it's like, well, can we do a cliffhanger or do we have to like end it here? And like, there's been numbers of shows in the past where it's like, they ended on a cliffhanger. Yeah. But there, nothing comes after that. You know, I like the, uh, I like the Hannibal school of doing that where they're just like, we'll do a. Not only will we do a cliffhanger, but this could possibly be the series finale. Yeah. And we'll just pick it up 
we'll just like leave a little bit in there so we could possibly pick it up next season. <laughs> do they do that with Hannibal? The TV series? Oh yeah. Yeah. Starting really? starting with starting with season two, every finale they have could be considered the series finale until the first episode of the next season picks up and they explain like how they got there. They're just like, holy shit. <laughs> like my my heart can't take this. Like, <laughs> oh man, I I I gotta watch that show. I still haven't watched that yet either. Yeah, they're. Uh, I think they're planning on making a fourth. Like everybody involved is still definitely down to do it. Really? Because that that show has been off the air, hasn't it? Yeah. Wow. But uh, Netflix just picked it up. Nice. I think. And because uh, they've been stre- they've been streaming it, started streaming this like during during the quarantine, mm. and I think they're looking to pick up the uh, pick up the series so they can make their fourth season. See, man, that's why that's why I praise Netflix, man. It, all the shows that disappear, like Community, we're getting a movie now. Uh, mm. You know, they picked up Lucifer. Now they're picking up, dude. I love Netflix, man. All right, man. Let's. Uh, you ready to get into this review of the Old Guard now? Yes, I am. All right. So for the main course, uh, we are going to be doing a discussion on The Old Guard starring Charlize Theron or Theron. A lot of people say her name funky. You ever notice that? Yeah. I've, I've, I, I like watched a couple of videos to figure out like how she pronounces it. Yeah. And it could go either way. <laughs> she says it both ways, right? Yeah. Yeah. I uh, think she just got tired of like correcting people. So she just like matches whatever they say. <laughs> that, that's fantastic. So that being an instinct that says how awesome she is, I just want to say I never realized how awesome she was until I watched this movie. She is such a badass. I, I just want to start off by saying that I, I fucking love Charlize Theron after this movie, which no surprise. I love this movie. What what, what were your thoughts overall? It, I, I liked it a lot. Like I knew I was going to like it when I first when I saw the trailer. And I like what they did with the concept of they did they did it a bit differently than like you usually see in like movies about immortals, where like you always see them, you either see them like in positions of power or making big moves to control the world in such a way that benefits them. But here they're just soldiers that are doing the best that they can, as well as like not being like like technically not even being like immortal immortal like they can die they just don't know when which gives them like like they don't they're not as jaded as a lot of immortals you see in movies and fiction where they still got that like that like that human bit that's always just like well tomorrow's never promised but of course like also the action fight scenes choreography like oh so good <laughs> I'm I'm with you 100%, especially on the immortal aspect. This is definitely a different way of telling the immortality storyline. What I thought I didn't like while watching it was the fact that they can die. They just don't know when. I thought I didn't like that when it first came up. But then as the movie progressed, I was like, this is actually like a cool, unique way of making it a little bit more exciting because in I use Superman as an example. Superman's one of my least favorite characters out of comics. Uh, just because he's so perfect. Like there's other than Kryptonite or magic, like you have a hard time stopping Superman. So it's like, all right, he doesn't really have a whole lot to lose in a fight against, you know, Condiment King or something. You know what I mean? Even though it's yeah. a Batman villain. But you know, like he's he's not he's not gonna lose in a fight against like your generic 
robber or a criminal. Yeah. So like the fact that they, they do have the possibility of dying actually makes this a little bit more exciting as, as far as the story goes. There was a couple of times where uh, the characters, they get shot or they get stabbed or something. And you're like, oh, fuck, they're not coming back. But they yeah. come back, you know, so like it it keeps you on your toes a little bit because you, mm-hmm. you really don't know what's going to happen with them. And I, I agree with you also doing it as a fact of like they're mercenaries, like they're they're guns for hire, essentially, to to do these jobs just so they in their own collective can keep going. I, I like that a lot. Going going back into the characters, the characters in this movie were very enjoyable. I've already praised Charlize Theron enough i'm i'm gonna try not to do it anymore or else it'll get annoying i'm sure but uh you know she's she's incredible I, i'm just gonna say it. <laughs> uh but the other the other characters in this you know they're also enjoyable like you have the couple the two guys uh yeah. that you actually grow attached to like you're you're rooting for them and then you have uh the one guy where you can kind of see where his storyline's going like it's like that cliche yeah. like you know what i'm talking about it's funny, like, we both, like, when me and Nick were watching it, we both looked at each other, like, as soon as they figured out they were set up, we're like, it's him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's, like, like, I re- she's like, I really, she's like, I really don't want it to be him, because that's just too easy of a tell. I'm like, yeah. yeah, let's hold off until they finally reveal him, and then it, like, came not too long after that. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh, all right, well, that's, that's that classic uh, turn on my team cliche. Uh <laughs> But then you also have the newbie to the group, which uh, there's a lot of cliches to her as well. But also she still kept it a little exciting at the same time. Like there was like there was like a nice balance between like that cliche story you get with the new character joining the group and the excitement you get from them. Like there was there was a good balance between the two. I enjoyed her character a lot as well. Me too. I like Uh, the uh, I liked her uh, struggle with going back to her family. And just staying with them. Like she's just like she's like, there's nothing stopping me from going back. Yeah. To go live my life. Like they don't know that I died. Yeah. Oh man, saying that. All right. So another thing I loved about this storyline is too is like how how old they are. Like yeah. they when they do the flashback scenes to these characters, like Charlize Theron and like you know, the love of her life and going back all the way to like, what was that? What, what time period was that? That wasn't like the Renaissance, was it? When, uh, which part? Oh, when man. They got ca- when they got captured or when, uh, no, when like when, when they did the flashback scenes to show how old Charlize Theron was, it was almost yeah. like, like she was almost dressed up like an Amazon, like Xena. Oh, yeah. Like, apparently. Apparently, because I was like reading some of the supplementary material, she like predates Greece, I think. Oh shit! Yeah, see, so, so you do so like that. The fact that they show that they don't just tell you how old they are, but they they show you like the flashbacks and everything. I really enjoyed that a lot in this in this movie as well. Like you're not, it's not like oh yeah, I used to live in the time of you know the Mayans. Yeah, know? that like I I never noticed how much that annoyed me until you just brought it up. Like you have like you either have you either have them say stuff like that or like they do like the greatest hits of history where they're just like, oh, yeah, I was there back in whatnot or like talking about how they all went to Woodstock. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember when uh, Abraham was assassinated. I was in the theater. You know, yeah. it's like, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, JFK, 
Uh, it was the day. <laughs> I, it's like you never have you never have any of the immortals who are just like like oh man I saw it on TV I was nowhere near it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that happens. Oh, that's still a thing. Oh, people got to get over that. Like you know. <laughs> but that, like the fact that they show it though, like that's what I appreciate. Let's hop on the choreography, man. Uh, you mentioned the choreography and and your pluses for this. Like, I I loved the choreography. Go ahead. Yeah, I like action movies. Choreography is very important to me. Like, Mm -hmm. if it looks fluid, gotta be fluid. Preferably no quick cuts or like kept to a minimum. And like it does like does something that like I haven't seen before. This one, what was really good about the choreography in this is the teamwork. Like, you have all of them fighting as one well-oiled machine from, like, start to finish. Like, mm-hmm. when somebody start, when somebody's finishing off another move, the other guy, somebody else is, like, cocking their shotgun <laughs> while they're reloading in the other hand, and then, like, take out somebody that was behind the other person. And it's just, it's a sight to behold. Even when, even when they're, even when they're angry at Booker, like, after he betrays them, they still fight as one. <laughs> like, it's like, Cause she's like, cause she's just like, oh, we'll ha- we'll deal with this after we get out of here. And like, oh, fine. And then they all just like fight as one team again. Yeah. <laughs> like no missteps, no nothing. And there was a good way they they used. I like how they used that to show that uh, Niall, like the new girl, they really showed like her becoming one of them when she was starting to fall in line with what they were doing. Like yeah. she was like not as polished as they were, but wasn't fucking up their flow either. Yeah, I'm I'm with you 100% on that is I'm going to I'm gonna totally going to piggyback off of you and say exactly what you said pretty much. But when you have one of the team like pretty much kicks a guy up into the air and then the other person on their team is simultaneously hitting them with an axe or like, you know, someone's getting thrown through the air and the other person's like their movements together. Like you said, it's a well-oiled machine. Like they know their own moves. Like they know each other's moves. So they know what move they're going to do. Like you see how best to set up the situation to back to capitalize on it. Yes. Yes. It's like, it was like very John Wickish to an extent or like even like a, like an equilibrium, like the, the movements and everything that these characters are doing. You know what? Not to, not to take this to like another series, but like, I think that's what's, what's missing in X-Men movies. Mm -hmm. I think they haven't really found that, found that yet. So I think they should, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. What were you going to say? I was going to I was going to agree with you almost like, you know, having them simultaneously use their powers together because, you know, you know, the abilities of all the people on your team. So it's like, you know, when it comes to like Colossus and Wolverine doing the cannonball or whatever, you know what I mean? Or whatever yeah. it's called. Fastball um, special. Fastball special. Yes. Why aren't we seeing like Cyclops or Iceman freezing a guy while simultaneously Cyclops? is blasting through them, you know, or, or anything like that. We yeah. never see the, the combination of the powers put together. Uh, I, that, that is a perfect, perfect point to make. Yeah. Cause they're like, they're spending all of their time training together and you know, like their days off are spent in the danger room. Like that's all they do is they train and they fight and they should 
hopefully like anybody in the studios is like passing over this video <laughs> just, like recording <laughs> yes. and like she's please go find the stunt stunt coordinators that worked on this movie <laughs> yes to help you out with uh with any future x-men endeavors but yeah like even uh even the villain in this movie they did a really good job making him such a piece of shit like i I hated him so much. <laughs> he was so fucking annoying, Perry. <laughs> I couldn't stand him. I'm with you. <laughs> I like, oh, I wanted him to die for so long. And like, even the way he finally did wasn't really satisfying enough for me. <laughs> I agree. Was he takes, I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> yeah. the His, Ah, uh, he's it's like he's that like new age villain. Yeah. Did you watch Polar or Polar? No, I don't think so. With the the guy that played Hannibal. Um it was it's on Netflix. It was a Netflix original movie that came out last year or two years ago. Um uh, but he's like did an assassin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did he have a, okay. I think he did have an eye patch, yeah. I think I saw the trailer for that. I would say uh, check it out. It's fucking goofy as hell. So just like be open minded. It's not great by any means, okay. but it, it's it's a fun watch. Uh, but yes, yes, check it out, and then let me know what you think. But there's there's a the villain in that is also it, it rem, the villain in the old guard reminded me loosely of the villain from polar because it's like it's like the modern day villain where it's like this this scrawny little and he wasn't scrawny in polar but um it, it's just like this like weaselly type of character like it's not like almighty all-powerful kind of thing it's almost like uh i don't want to say the leader from the hulk but it, it kind of is where it's like it's like you know, it's a wiener character, but they're they're such a piece of shit. You can't help yeah. but hate them. And that's like how people they are. It's like their entitlement is their superpower. Yes. Like you just like you just watch them try to bend reality to their will by throwing money and their intelligence at it. And like their temper tantrums when they don't get their way just mm-hmm. further serves the what's the opposite of endear. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> <laughs> For the serves to make you hate them more. <laughs> uh, it's a, uh, it's the uh, the kickass effect, man. We'll call it that. The kickass effect where you oh, have yeah, the red yeah. mist, you know, oh, like that. Yeah, another piece a, of shit. <laughs> another piece of shit. He's a, you you want the worst thing to happen to them, and they're just this scrawny little annoying douchebag. But <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I'm uh, as far as the antagonist goes, that's pretty good. You also get like. Uh, who is it? I, I can never say uh, Ezra Four's first name. Yeah. Um, yeah. But his character in this, too, like, you know, he starts off one way and then, you know, his character develops throughout it, too. And you're like, at first, you think he's your main antagonist. Yeah. And then you learn his backstory and what his intentions are. And you're like, all right, you're almost like, you know. I it's don't want to call you. Go ahead. It's funny, too, because like. They do like they do set him up like that, but then like he comes across as way too intelligent mm-hmm. to be the main villain. Yeah, because like he's not making the same mistakes that like most villains do. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, like, there's got to be more to this guy's story. <laughs> yeah. So when you when you learn about him and you're like, all right, this guy's, you know, 
he's interesting. I'm I'm following him, and then you meet your actual antagonist, and you're like, "Fuck this guy." <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's a good and and the motive too uh, behind the motive behind the antagonist. Uh, you know, it it comes down to money essentially, which yeah, <laughs> you know, it's it's classic. It's never ending, and it makes sense. You know, yeah, and it's always that's always going to be. In fiction or real life, it's gonna be that's that's the one thing that makes them like makes villains. Mm-hmm. It's they like they want that money. They <laughs> want the money. They 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 say they're they're doing the right thing, but you know it's all about the monies. Oh man, what what else was there, man? I feel like there's. I, I wish I could remember more about this movie. Yeah, it was it was as good as it was. It was pretty simple and straightforward. Like they like yeah, like the action beats. The story, the intact, like the uh, the motivation of the antagonist, is pretty straightforward. And yeah, oh, the world building. There was a little bit of world building, which uh, I know definitely sets up a sequel. And yes, please. Yeah. Yes, please on the sequel. <laughs> I was reading. Uh, so, like he, uh, the writer of the comic, they brought him on board. It was like a weird like song and dance where he was on board helping with the script and then it was like, no, we'll get somebody else to do it. And they brought him back. They're like, yeah, like we need you again. It's like now he's like on board to do to work on the second. Because I think he just finished the second arc. He's planning on a third and then that's it. Like it's just gonna be a closed trilogy. No surprise sequels or prequels. Finger yeah, it's fingers crossed. Fingers crossed there's no <laughs> uh, that's like there's the nothing death- after that. That's like it, like that's the killer of many a franchise is not knowing when to stop. <laughs> yeah, it happens all the time. There's some things you can get away with uh, with doing it, and then there's others where it's like just leave it alone. It's a you know make make it your perfect trilogy and then leave it alone. There's few movies that have a perfect trilogy anymore. Mm. <clears throat> yeah. Yes, as a uh, as far as the the world building goes it, actually, you know what the, the only thing, like if I had any gripes about this movie, I would just say runtime. Probably. I, th- I would say it was probably a little, yeah, a little too, too long. long. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff they probably could have cut out of it. A lot of like empty scenes where it's like, I didn't really need that. I didn't really need this. Like that. You just had like two minutes of sitting around essentially. Like it was, I would just say it was too long. That was probably like my main gripe about the whole thing. Hopefully they uh, fix those pacing issues for the second one. Yeah. My only question is, when is it going to take place? Oh, yeah. Like, are we going to get more flashbacks, you think? Or, like, you think we'll have, like, half the movie taking place in the past? Some of it taking place in the present. Maybe even, maybe some in the future. Ooh. Yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah, because with, with the, you know, how the movie ends, you know, no spoilers, but... How the yeah. movie ends, it can go either way. Mm-hmm. And did did you see that ending coming? Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. I was just like, when they didn't do anything with it before the credits rolled, I was just like, huh, I guess they're not going to follow up on that. And then that scene happened. I'm like, okay, there we go. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was, uh, I'm right there with you the whole time. I'm like, all right, this is going to come up later. It's got to come up soon. All right, the movie's ending. 
all right, I, all right, I guess I was wrong. And then, yeah, the <laughs> credits, and I'm like, ah, there it is. They got me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I would, uh, I mean, this is this is definitely a movie. I think there's one on Netflix of all their original content that's been coming out, you know, since March. I mean, a lot of shit has dropped. And, and yeah. I mean that literally, like, a lot of garbage has dropped on Netflix. Like, what was the one that came out before it where it was, like, the last day of american violence or something oh yeah that one didn't really that, that one didn't really piqued my interest it, it didn't pique me at all but i was like ah maybe if i'm bored one night i'll check it out and then man the reviews just came back and then i watch i watched these uh other reviewers double toasted and they reviewed it and i was like all right yeah i'm, I'm, I'm glad i skipped that one i'm not gonna check it out it's, it's just getting but yeah, I was like, all right, so I was getting shit reviews. I was like, all right, I'll just I'll just pass on this one. Uh, but like between that and then, I don't know, man, just like a lot of other stuff Netflix has been dropping, like they drop a lot of good stuff, but at the same time, they put out a lot of crap. Yeah, I think they're like, they're really good at just throwing a lot of things at the wall and seeing it with sticks. Yeah. I mean, it hurts and it, it hurts as much as it helps them. Yeah, because every time I see that there's like a new show or movie that I was like, oh, I want to check that out. Like the very next week, there's another show or movie. I'm like, no, I want to check that out. <laughs> and then like, and then thing I start- know, yeah, you just got a huge list of things that you're, you're probably not going to end up watching anytime soon. Yeah. And it's like, that's bad for you, but it's good for them because they're going to have you. You're, you're going to keep subscribing yeah. until you watch it all. You know? Yeah. I feel like I'm Me- signing my soul away. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, between all the between all the streaming services, between Netflix, Amazon, I mean, there's barely anything that comes out on Amazon that I want to watch. But like Netflix, Hulu, there's always something that comes out where I'm like, I gotta check this out. But yeah, man, the uh, Netflix, uh, as far as being an original, I could have totally seen this being a theatrical release. And what was it? They they've been that's. I mean, that's one good thing for them this year. They've been picking up a lot of movies that were supposed to be released theatrically that we're now getting. So, like, I think another movie just came out on Saturday with, uh, what's her name, Daddario. Mm. Something about a, a cult, like a co- horror comedy that just came out. Yeah. Um, like, that was supposed to come out in theaters, and now that's on streaming. And, uh, I mean, they're they're... They're also, I've said this before too, Netflix gets pretty lucky with a lot of their movies that they're able to put out. Uh, But this one, I mean, being, uh, man, I just, I just love the budget too, that, that, that are the budgets that are put behind these movies. Like if we keep getting movies like the old guard or uh, that, that other Michael Bay movie, six underground, like that was actually pretty fucking good. That's probably my favorite Michael Bay movie. So to check that out, man, check it out. It's just, Oh, totally, totally worth the watch. It's my the best Michael Bay movie. It's it's pretty much Michael Bay is in his playground <laughs> with this movie. Like it's it's explosions and roaring cats. Like look, kitty. Like it's it is like it's amazing. You see things in this where it's like it's legit. Things that happen in Grand Theft Auto happen in this movie, and you're like, I've never seen this before in a movie. It's incredible. Uh, I, rec- I yeah, check that one out for sure, man. Six Underground. But yeah, man, like these budgets we're getting, dude. I hope we. I'm glad they're going to keep coming. Yeah, I mean, and like, 
they're doing their part to get these original ideas out, and I will always be grateful for that. Because <clears throat> I could just as easily see these movies if they can't hit theaters just getting swallowed up by whatever else is dropped. Yeah. Or just pushed out of the way with a new Marvel movie. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, as far as the the old guard, man, I'm pretty uh, I'm pretty much all set on like majority of my thoughts. I've said all my likes and my one kind of dislike. Uh, I thought the movie was great. I, I if you haven't wa- if anybody yeah. hasn't watched this yet, I highly I think we both highly recommend you go check it out. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's on Netflix. Uh, it's a little over two hours. I think it's like two fifteen. Definitely check it out. Awesome action. Awesome story. Awesome characters villain that's going to piss you off beyond belief it's it's fantastic yeah and i always Uh, love a good villain i want to punch in the face yeah yeah the the only thing better than a villain you want to punch in in the face is a villain you root for like uh yeah (laughs) you know like like king from daredevil (laughs) yes man i'm i'm you you about ready to wrap up then yeah yeah uh all right well before we go, I just read something and I want to get your opinion and then we'll call it uh, call it quits here. Uh, Spider-Man three is going to be titled homesick. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you Come look, so, you look oh, there. <laughs> you, you look so sad there. I'm so sorry. I had to break that to you. <laughs> Oh man, I like. I had a feeling they were going to continue like the naming convention. I would much rather them call it like Spider-Man: Home Alone or something. <laughs> well, I mentioned, man. Uh, there was news because it was pushed back to December of next year. Mm-hmm. That it, uh, so everyone was like, "Oh man, is it going to be a Christmas movie? Is it going to be the first MCU Christmas movie?" So everyone was throwing out like, "Oh, what if it's called Spider-Man: Home for the Holidays, bro?" That. It's that would ten be fantastic. Times better than Spider-Man Homesick. Yeah. Uh, I'm reading here, though, man. Right now, it's it's rumored that's what the title is going to be. I just wanted to see what your reaction would be. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, it was a look of both sadness and disappointment. <laughs> yeah. At first, I thought the computer froze again, but that was just you trying to collect your thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. well, fingers crossed that it's not actually going to be called homesick because I'm a uh, I don't know how I'm going to feel about that. Uh, all right, buddy, let's wrap this up. I let you get your night started with your with your lady there and uh, try to work out uh, next time we can get you to come on. Yeah, we'll talk about Project Power. Yes. Yeah. Maybe we could do like next week or the following week. We can uh, have you come back on. We could talk about Project Power. Yeah, hopefully we got some good things to say. Yeah, if I not, I, if not, I will. I will enjoy shitting on a <laughs> shitting on a movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Uh, Bear, I didn't ask you last time because we kind of rushed off of here. But anything you want to plug at all? Uh, just uh, check out the Lost Signals. Uh, we're on YouTube, iTunes, and LostSignals.com. Right on, man. Yeah, everybody go check out The Lost Signals. Very good friends of Gizmo's Corner. And with that...
Thank you for tuning in to Gizmo's Corner yet again. This has been Out of the Panels. Tune in next time because we are going to be doing that review on the new units. All right. Later. Thank you.